0: Amen. You may be seated. Isn't that that good to say? Isn't that good to hear? Isn't that good to be reminded of that, you know, He chose us. I think we read that verse this morning. He chose us. He made us His very own. He found us when we were far, far away. He found us when we had absolutely nothing to, to bring to the table. We didn't have anything to offer. We were rebels. We were running as fast as we could away from God. But God, with His great love and mercy, He poured out on us and He made us His very own. We are blessed this morning. We get to come into His house and worship together and study God's Word together. There's, there's just something about it. There's just something about the body of Christ coming together and singing praises to God. And uh, You know, the world don't get us. The world doesn't get you. The world doesn't get all of this, and, and you know, God is blessing, God is doing uh, an amazing work, not just here, but all over. His His kingdom is growing in spite of what the enemy tries to do, God, the gates of hell will not prevail, and a lot of people ask the question, well, what is the secret, what What are you doing down there, what is going on, what is, what is it, this past Wednesday night, we had our quarterly vision night, and it's just basically a business meeting, and it's not long. We covered different things, and one of the one of the pieces of paper that was handed out is, was was talking about all the folks that have joined. We have to we have to let everybody know who all has joined the church, and over the last like 14 months or so, we've had like 97 people join Chapel Hill Baptist Church, and God is blessing, and He's doing an, an absolutely amazing work, and. And people's like, well, what is, what is the secret? What is going on? What are you doing? I, I'm going to tell you, it's not the preaching, it's not the preacher, it's not the music, the musicians, it is the Spirit of God moving in this place. There's, there's something about when God's people simply allow His Spirit to take over. We're studying God's Word together, we're praying together, but there's, there's something that I would say is, and I've, I've seen it, I sense it, I, it's there, it's real, Um. You see it on Wednesdays, you see it in on fellowships when we get together in different groups. I had opportunities over the last I, I came here in what October of twenty. I've had opportunities to to travel and, and be on trips and things with, with many around the room. And what is the secret? What's the secret? I'd have to say it's love. It's love. Love is the secret. There's, there's a spirit of, of love that is, is here. It's real. And God commands it. God, God tells us. Uh, go over with me. Go over and, and look at what's happening in the early church. Go to Acts chapter 2. I'm going to read a lot of verses this morning. We're going to have a lot of verses bounce on the screen. and We're going to be all over the place. But, but guys, let me, let me say this. If a, if a group of people... You know, it's hard, to get, it's hard to get a family to agree on something. It's hard to get a husband and wife to agree on what's for supper or where you want to eat. and it's, it's hard, but when you can get a whole group of people together that agree on something, there's power in that. It was happening in the early church when the Spirit of God fell on the people. And in Acts chapter 2, beginning in verse 46, it says this. It says, day by day. Continuing with one mind in the temple and breaking bread from house to house they were taking their meals together with gladness there was a there was a sweetness amongst the group they were they were glad to be together they liked each other with sincerity of heart they were praising God and having favor with all the people see see people notice when god's When God's people do what God's Word tells them to do, people take notice. People see us. They they don't see us bragging on ourselves. No, they see us bragging on Him. We're not lifting up the banner of a man. We're lifting up King Jesus. We are lifting high, the only one who can save anybody. When, when, When people see that, there's a sweetness and God sees it, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord was adding, the Lord was adding to their number day by day those who were being saved. You know what the secret is? The secret is doing, doing, doing it together. Going, going through this life together. Going through this process of being made into the image of God's Son together together. In one accord, one mind, one accord, together in love. Uh, look with me. Look with me. We're gonna, again, we're going to bounce around. I want you to see this. Look at, look at John chapter 13. John chapter 13. Look at verse 34. And I'm going and tell you, this is going to challenge. You know, it seems all love is all warm and fuzzy. This is going to challenge some of you in the room this morning. It's going to challenge you, I promise you. Look at what Jesus says, New Commandment, John 13, 34, New Commandment I give to you, that you love one another, even as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this, all men will know that you're my disciples if you have love for one another. I've been here, like I said, what not even a year and a half now, and, and I've looked around, and I've, I've seen, and I've watched, and I don't really see the clicks, okay? I don't, I don't really see the power struggles. I, I don't really see the, 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 this group or this side is, is pulling against this side or, or even go further. I don't see one age group pulling against another age group. No, there's a spirit of, there's a spirit of God here that's leading people's hearts. It's leading people in a, in a oneness and a unity. And there is a, there's a love. There's a, there's a closeness. And it's contagious. And God blesses it. And God honors the, the effort for it. And He commands it. He, he tells us. Look over in John chapter 15, 15. Beginning in verse 12. This is my commandment. you love one another just as I have loved you. The sacrificial love. You know, to really love some people, we have to look over a lot of things in our own selves. I said it earlier. There is an elephant in the room. And it's your new. I'm new. Been here a short while. I don't know the Hatfields and McCoys. I I don't know the group. I don't know the history. I don't know the past. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but you don't know what he said to me way back when. You don't know how they treated me that time. You don't, you don't know what it's like way back then. And I use the example of 1992. Listen, I came in here in Easter of 92, and I had this beautiful dress on. And there was this lady over there. That dress wasn't even pretty. But all they did was they bragged on her dress and. and That was in 92. Or it could have been 02. Or the schism could have happened back in 12. Or the split could have happened just a little bit ago. It can happen in young people. It can happen in seniors. It can happen in in all those places. See, and here's the deal. I haven't seen it. I don't feel it. I, I, I don't have nobody like, like, like pushing me. I, I, I don't. I mean, we ain't got, no, we ain't got nobody like, like driving us. There's a sweetness. I mean, Josh, the youth guy was on the drums this morning. Listen, there's a ton of people out today. Spring break. We are missing half the church is gone this morning. Everybody's gone to the mountains or gone to the beach or gone to see Mickey or somebody. They're just gone. It's cold they're going south. But Josh was in the cage and Casey was standing up here leading the music and Rob was over there in the water and I was back there and it was like this is sweet. There's a there's a unity. We're just we're just making it work. Nobody's pushing us. God, so when I read all this, I don't know what you're dealing with. Jesus, oh we're going to read a whole bunch. I had to write it all down. I didn't even have enough stickies to pull them all out. Or I'd get confused. I mean, there's a lot of verses we're going to read. But but you may have to get over something, maybe a past hurt. Because Jesus is telling us, I command you to love one another. Guys, the secret, of, uh, the secret to unity, the secret of seeing God... Show out the secret of seeing revival. The secret is we got to love each other. we gotta, we got to do this together. we got to be unified. We, can't ha- we cannot allow Satan to get a toehold in this place and start taking one group over here and another group over here or this little class there or this little group here. That's not biblical. It's not. It's straight up wrong. Because Jesus tells us this, I command you that you love one another. Just as I loved you sacrificially. He loved us so much he was willing to die for us. He says, greater love has no one than this. That one lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. No longer do I call you slaves. For slaves do not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends for all things that I have heard from my father. I have made known to you. You did not choose me. But I chose you and appointed you that you would go and bear fruit and that your fruit would remain, so that whatever you ask of the Father in my name, He may give it to you. Verse 17 of John 15 says, This I command you, that you love one another. Guys, to do that, we may have to sit there and say, I'm sorry. You know, can you imagine? I don't know. I don't know what's there. I don't even know if it's even there. It may not be in this room though. But if it may be between you and other believers. It may be between you and other folks who know Jesus as Lord and Savior. And they've trusted Christ as their Savior. And when we're talking to love one another, we're not just talking about folks in this room. We're not just talking about folks around your kitchen table at supper. We're talking about folks in the kingdom. I said it earlier, God forbid, God forbid that any one of us is walking down the aisle of a Walmart and we're pushing the buggy and we see that other Christian and we're like, oh, and we turn and we hide over in another section. You know what I'm talking about. Jesus tells you to love those people. Jesus don't just tell us, Jesus commands us to love those people. Look over at 1 John, 1 John chapter 3, 1 John chapter 3 says this, verse 11, For this is the message which you have heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. Look down at verse 23, this is His commandment, that we believe in the name of His Son, Jesus Christ, God desires none to perish, no, not one. He desires all to come to believing faith in Christ Jesus and Him alone. So God desires people to know Him as Lord and Savior. And He also wants His children to love one another just as He commanded us. First, what's the secret? What's the secret of God blessing a body of believers? There's a unity, there's a closeness, there's a love in there. A sacrificial love, a love, a love like Jesus commanded. Look over chapter 4, 1 John chapter 4, beginning in verse 7. It says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. And, and you know, verse 8. 1 John 4, 8 looks like a preacher. Looks like a, it's like preacher, you making that up. No, I'm not. One who does not love does not know God. So when we sit there and say, Brother Shannon, you don't know who this person is. You don't know what they've done to me. You don't know how they hurt me. I don't, but God does. Imagine the multitude of our own sins that Christ looked over and still hung on a cross for us. Imagine if God held the same standard that we held. What if he kept what if he kept that grudge? What if he kept that? He didn't. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Verse 8, the one who does not love does not know God. God, for God is love. By this, the love of God was manifested in us, that that God has sent His only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through Him. And this is love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. Go over to 1 Peter. Look at 1 Peter. 1 Peter chapter one. It's easy to fake it. It's easy to fake it. One of the things that one of the things that God sees that I don't one of the things that God sees that nobody else sees is our hearts. A genuine love, a heartfelt love. Verse 22, 1 Peter 1, 22. Since you have, in obedience to the truth, purified your souls for a sincere love of the brethren, fervently love one another from the heart. We should genuinely love. We should genuinely want others to be blessed. We should genuinely care for those around us. What What did John the Baptist, Jesus himself said, there's not a greater person born of woman than John the Baptist. And what did John the Baptist model for us? He says, i got to decrease so he can increase. i got to become little so he can become great. What if inside the church we all just decrease so others can increase? What if all of us took a second chair so others could go first? What if, what if us instead of being the center of the world and hey, it's all about me, I got to get mine. If I don't get it, God sees you. You don't have to do that for yourself, you don't have to draw it for yourself. God sees you. God sees the secret you, God sees the secret heart of you. He sees the secret Bible study, the constant prayer in your heart. He sees the desire, the hunger, and thirst for righteousness. God sees it. Look, it don't matter if nobody on the earth sees it. God sees it. God sees it. So we don't have to sit there and try to be something. We don't have to sit there and fight for first place. God sees it. So with a sincere heart, hey, come on. Look at 1 Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. You say, Brother Shannon, I'm doing this. I'm I'm doing every bit of that. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 beginning in verse 9. Now as to the love of the brethren... You have no need of anyone to write to you. For you yourselves have been taught by God to love one another. For indeed you do practice it toward all the brethren who are in Macedonia. Listen to this. But we urge you brethren to excel still more. Lavish lavish church we were blessed God is so good God is so good to us those have who've been blessed much should bless others much those who have been had goodness just showered on them we shower it on others that's the secret it's contagious it it doesn't make much of me it makes much of him it's it's doing it biblically. It's doing it His way. It's honoring Him. Look over in Galatians. Galatians chapter 5. Galatians 5. I don't want to tell you this. Everything I'm saying, it's easy preacher stuff. It's easy to pat me on the back at the end of the sermon. a boy! That's a good sermon. We all needed to hear that one. Ain't going to do nothing with it. I ain't gonna change. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna go. I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna hide from them. I'm still gonna look down my nose at them. I'm still gonna think I'm better than them. I still ain't gonna get over it. I may forgive it, but I ain't sure I ain't gonna forget it. That's the that's the crossroads. That's the crossroad that every believer stands at when he's when he's encountered, when he comes in contact with the truth of God's word, the conflict, the crisis of faith that a believer has, is am I going to allow the word of God and the Holy Spirit of God to transform and to take over? Am I going to let this Jesus be Lord of not just eternity? But am I going to let this King Jesus be Lord of my life right now? Am I going to let him be not just Lord of my families, but Lord of my relationships and Lord of my attitudes and Lord of my my life? Galatians chapter 5, beginning in verse 14. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word, in the statement, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you, you bite and devour one another, take care that you're not consumed by one another. Look at verse 16, but I say walk in the spirit and you will not carry out the desires of the flesh. For the, for the flesh sets his desire against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. For these are in opposition to one another so that you may not do the things that you please. And, and see, that's what, that's what you feel when you hear an outsider to some a stranger. Look into your life and tell you that you've got to love those people, period. The flesh rises its old ugly head up and says, he don't understand. He don't know what you've gone through. He don't know who they are. He don't, but God does. See, that's the war, that's the crossroads, that's the crisis of faith, that's the conflict. Am I going to listen to, apply this, allow this to lead me, or am I going to allow the flesh that has been crucified to call the shots in my life? But the flesh sets its desire against the Spirit and the Spirit against the flesh, for these are in opposition to one another so that you may not do the things that you please but if you're led by the spirit you're not under the law now the deeds of the flesh are evident which are immorality impurity sensuality idolatry sorcery enmities strife jealousy outbursts of anger disputes dissensions factions envying, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these of which I forewarn you just as I have forewarned you that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit begins that list with one word, love. Look over chapter 6. Let us not lose heart in doing good, for in due time we'll reap if we don't stop. So then, while we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those that are in the household of faith. What is doing good? Doing good is doing the right thing. What is the right thing to him who knows the right thing to do and does not do it? To him it is sin. We know the right thing, and if we don't do it, then it's sin. Doing is an action. So then, while we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially those right here around us. Especially to this group. Preacher, what's the secret? What's God doing down there? I'm hearing, I'm hearing some, some rumblings. I'm, I'm, hearing, I'm hearing folks are joining and people are being baptized and folks are being saved. What's happening? As for me, I'm trying to faithfully just preach this book to a group of people that God's given me the stewardship of shepherding and pastoring with no agenda, with no motive, with no strong-handedness or whatever. I mean, look, you can walk out the door and you can say, boy" to me, you can say, that was a great sermon, I needed that or whatever. That doesn't affect me one bit. I got to apply this to my own life. I got to I got to look through this same lens of scripture at those around me and I've got to love as Christ loved me. I've got to love as Christ loved the church. I've got to love because I'm commanded to love too. And I've got to love still more, even more. More on top of more. What's the secret? Getting out of the way and letting God use you. Getting out of the way and allowing the Spirit of God to to take over who you are and transform you and be spent, being spent in the lives of those around you. John the Baptist, I got to decrease so he can increase. He chose us for this church. He chose you and me There's billions of people on the face of the earth. You're right now seeing tyrants do some evil things. And the last thing on his mind is honoring Christ and bringing glory to God. And here we sit. Here we are. With the word of God available. No threat. Freedom upon freedom upon freedom. No reason, honestly. No real reason, period, compared to many have any angst against anybody God has lavished his goodness on us God has been so good to us he's commanded us to love we sit at a crossroads we sit at a junction what do you do with this sermon what do you do with this what do you do with it good preaching or or, wish they were here to hear that one this isn't one of those that we elbow our neighbor and say I hope you're listening this isn't one of those that we pinch the people in front of you or want to pinch the ones in front of you this is us that's the secret. You gonna see your life transformed. You gonna see Chapel Hill transformed. Put feet to this. Let it be who you are. Let it. Let it. Let it be what Christ is doing into you. He's transforming you, and he's he's weeding out the bitterness, and he's weeding out the the old anger and the old resentment and the old whatever it is and he's and he's replacing it with a sense of of instead of bitterness toward others concern for others and care for others and love for others and the spirit of god takes over and begins to transform us a sweet sweet thing father god here we are what do we do with this? What do we do with this? You've commanded us to love. You've chose us to love. You've given us an example of love, sacrificial, selfless love. God in heaven, help us to love even more. still more. Excel even more. We rebuke you, Satan. God, I pray your spirit be strong over the families, over the homes, over the individuals, over the people in this room that are internally struggling. Even now, they know these words are true. The spirit inside of them is agreeing and, and saying amen. And yet the flesh, Holy Spirit of God, oh wretched wretched flesh that it is. Praise God that we're free from that. We're free from that flesh. We're free from its power. We're free from its condemnation. We're free from it taking over and running our lives. We're free in you to love. We're free in you to live. We're free in Christ to be all that you saved and saved us to be. As those shirts of those young people that were baptized say we're walking we're walking in a manner worthy of the name of Jesus God that be our desire that be our goal that be our pursuit and passion for your glory and your great name's sake alone in Christ Jesus we pray amen